0: Well, I want to welcome you again this morning, glad that you're here, glad for those of you who are just maybe now turning in online, glad that you chose to join us today. I had heard a story this last week, um, or actually I was reading an article about a a woman who about a year ago uh, was diagnosed with cancer, and as she began her uh, chemo treatments and uh, all of that, uh, her body just began to, to break down. And if for those of you who have been through those kinds of treatments, you know the kind of toll that that can take. She was sick a lot. Uh, she began to lose her hair, um, and with all of that going on, her her personal self esteem just began to crash. And um, she came to a point where she, looking in the mirror one day, and, and realized, "I don't want to live anymore." And for this woman, the pain in her life had become so great, uh, she just wanted to cease to exist. Um, Have you ever been there? Have you ever been at a place of pain where you're just hurting so bad that you don't know that you even want to go on? Well, I want to I want to talk about that today. Um, we're we're talking about in this series is 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 about God meeting us right where we are. And today, I want to I want to look at the story of a woman who's, whose life was kind of like the gal we just talked about. If you want to take your sermon outline out, you can track along with me. If you want to, if you're a note taker, you can take notes or doodle to keep yourself awake, whatever works for you. Um, we'll throw everything up on the screen for you. By the way, we have Bibles in the pews in front of you. Uh, you're more than welcome to track with us on that. Um, the scripture I'm using this morning is from the New Living Translation. But in the front, in, in those Bibles are both in English and in Spanish, and those are our gift to you. If you'd like to take a Bible home, please feel free to do so. Or if you'd like to take one to a friend, please feel free to do that, that we want you to have the Word of God. I want you to look at this story with me. This is a, a story that you can actually find in all three of the synoptic, synoptic Gospels in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, they all just kind of give a little bit different t- uh, turn on it. But look at what Matthew says. This is the shortest version, I think. It says, just then a woman. Now, let me, let me stop. Let me take one step back first. The context of this story is a man named Jairus who has come to Jesus um, to have him heal his daughter. And if you remember the story, Jairus' daughter was really, really sick. In fact, she was dying. And Jairus came to Jesus and said, Master, would you, would you come with me? And Jesus said, yes. And so they're, they're rushing off. They're heading to, to Jairus' home. And it's in that middle of that story that we see this story happening. It says, just then a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up, from, came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. And Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And that woman was healed at that moment. Now, Mark and Luke both expand this story a little bit. And talk about the fact that not only had this woman been, uh, had this hemorrhaging going on in her body for 12 years, but it said that she had uh, been to all kinds of doctors, that she had spent everything that she had, and she was no better. She was just worse. Um, this woman it was at a place of utter desperation, and it was at that place where Jesus met her. Don't miss this. God meets us right here in the middle of our pain. Now, there's all kinds of pain, and when we talk about this, I wanna be sure that we broaden this because once you understand, there's all kinds of pain that we incur and where God needs to meet us at. There's a pain, there is a pain that is a natural part of life. There's a pain that just comes to the fact that we live in a, in a physical world. Uh, we have physical bodies, and uh, there are things that just go wrong. How many of you are like me, and as your body's getting older, you're discovering more and more pain along the way? Yeah, it's just kind of the way it is. You hurt in places you didn't even know you had sometimes. But that's just a part of living in a physical world. In fact, I thought it was really interesting. Um, throw that picture up on the screen for me. This is, a, this is the truck. This is Wanda's sister, Arlene. Her and her husband, Larry, this last week um, were in a, a really bad truck accident. They were, were driving along and a semi-truck literally turned in front of them. And Larry whipped the truck to the right to try to avoid it. Uh, if he hadn't, he'd act, they'd actually hit the semi head on. And, uh, but that the semi caught the truck on the side and it, and it cracked Larry's knee and, and banged Arlene all up. And fortunately, we're, we're very thankful that, you know, they are, they are okay. Uh, they're going to be sore for a while and there's going to be some recuperation. But, you know, but it's one of those things that it, it happens. Again, it happens. How many of you have been in an accident before? Yeah, it happens. And the reason that's important is because sometimes we, you know, we, we, when things like this happen, when we get really sick or we have an accident, we go, well, what did I do wrong? You know, what what, what did I do to deserve this? Well, the answer is nothing. There's just a natural part of life has pain to it. Yeah, it's, just, it's just simply the way it is. Secondly, there's a pain that's caused by other people. There's a pain that's caused by other people. Come on, it's us, and you don't have to name names, but how many of you could say, I've been hurt by people before? Yeah, Um, tomorrow, um, every Monday, we meet at the Early Wine Park YMCA at noon for a devotional and a time of prayer for our community. And tomorrow, um, I'm leading a devotional, and our focus of our prayer is gonna be on praying for people who have been abused, uh, people who have been neglected, people who have been abandoned. And I guarantee you, those things are present right here today. There are some of you who have been deeply hurt by people. There have been people who have physically hurt you. There have been people who have emotionally hurt you. There have been people who have betrayed you and abandoned you. And I I guarantee you, there are a lot of us in this room and and we're carrying those kinds of wounds. Some, Some of the pain that we deal with in life, please understand, it's not your fault. There's a pain that happens simply because we're in relationship with other people, and other people have the power to hurt us. Amen? It happens. Thirdly, and some of you will be able to relate to this, there's also a pain that we cause ourselves. There's a pain that we cause ourselves. Okay, come on. It's just us. How many of you would be honest enough to admit that at times in your life you have been your own worst enemy? You know? Yeah, there is there is pain. There is pain that is uh, sometimes it's simply a result of the fact that we've made really bad choices, or we've made bad decisions, or or we've done things. That have caused us pain. Uh, I don't know, you know, when you think about it, can, uh, different cartoon characters that you can identify with, I think, I think one of the ones I can identify with real well is Dennis the Menace. You know, I, I think, throw that cartoon up on the screen. I love this. Dennis says to his mom, It's hard to get into trouble when I never get out of it. <laughs> And I thought, well, I can relate to that. You know, I kind of spent most of my life that way. You know, but there's, and I, and I thought about the fact that there's just a pain. You know, some pain's just a natural part of being in this world. Uh, there's disease and all that kind of stuff. And then there, there's pain that's caused by other people. But come on, let's be honest. Sometimes, and for some of us even today, the pain that we're really dealing with, it's the consequences of our own choices, It's the consequences of our own decisions. We have done things to hurt us. Now, here's here's the great news. No matter what your pain is, natural, caused by other people, or something you've done yourself, here's the deal. God will meet us in all of that pain. Amen. Does it matter what the source of your pain is? God is willing to meet us in all of those. In fact, I love this verse. It's a verse I'd encourage you to, to commit to memory from Psalm 147-3. Would you read it out loud with me? God heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Read it again. God heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Here's the good news. Whatever your your pain, whatever the cause of your pain is, whatever it is you're dealing with today, the great news is God is willing to meet you right where you are in the middle of that. Now, I want to I step back for a second and step back into this story of this woman who had this hemorrhaging going on in her body and had dealt with it for so long and in her desperation because I think there's a, a few really important lessons for those of us who are wanting really to lean into God for healing and wholeness and restoration, a few things that I think can help us. Are you ready? Let me give you just a couple quick thoughts. Here's the first one. God deals with us... <laughs> out of his goodness, not ours. Let me say that again. God deals with us out of his goodness, not ours. Great passage of scripture. In fact, a whole section from Psalm 103 is so is so cool. But I, I love this part. Read it out loud with me. It says, He does not punish us for all our sins, he does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. How many of you are thrilled to death that God doesn't treat you like you deserve to be treated? Holy cow. I mean, where would we be if God truly did give us, you know, what we, what we deserve? Thankfully, psalmist reminds us that he doesn't. God, in his love and compassion, doesn't treat us as we deserve. He treats us out of his goodness. I, I love it. I talked about Dennis the Menace earlier. One of my favorite cartoons was Dennis and Joey walking away from Mrs. Wilson's house. They're eating a cookie And and Dennis turns to Joey and he says, no, Joey, Mrs. Wilson doesn't give us cookies because we're good. She gives us cookies because she's good. (laughs) Boy, you got that right. And the same way with God. Now, this this is why this is so important. When we think about this woman who, was, who came to Jesus to touch her, one of the things that sometimes we don't, we don't catch um, because of the cultural understanding was that in the Jewish culture, this woman was ceremoniously unclean. This issue of blood made it by law that she couldn't be around people. Uh, When you were ceremoniously unclean, when people got anywhere near you, you had to raise your hands and you had to declare yourself. You had to say unclean, unclean, because if somebody touched you, then they became unclean too. You know, it was kind of like when we were kids and you get the cooties, you know, when you you touch them. Well, that's kind of what, kind of how that, that was. So here she is. She should have never been around uh, this crowd of people. She should have never been anywhere around them. So she's sneaking through there. She's breaking the law to get to Jesus. Now this is where it gets really really wild. When it talks about her touching the hem of his garment. Now often when we think of a hem, of course we think of like the hem of a skirt or hem, you know, like a the you know the seam that goes all the way around a robe or the But most commentators don't really think that that was what he they were talking about. The word that's translated Throw that picture up on the screen. The word that's translated there, that's translated him, is actually a word that's tra- is, is in, in its full real meaning is a tassel. And it's translated someplace like here, and they use it as a hymn, but it's translated as a tassel. Now, this is a prayer shawl. This is what Jesus would have worn outside of his robe. And you'll notice on the four corners, there are these long blue strands, there are these tassels. These four tassels represented, interestingly enough, the law of Moses. It was to be a constant reminder to these men of the law of Moses that they wore when they prayed. Now, here's what's crazy. The commentators believe that it was the tassels that the woman touched that she was reaching out. Think about this with me. This is a woman breaking the law, trying to touch a tassel that represented the law. Let that sink in for a second. That's like a thief you know, trying to strike up a conversation with a cop, you know I mean, here's a woman breaking the law, trying to touch a tassel that represents the law of Moses, but here's the deal: That shawl was wrapped around the visible image of God's grace. She's breaking the law. She's trying to touch something that represented the law. But that particular prayer shall happen to be wrapped around the Son of God, God's grace in human form. Jesus didn't treat her as a lawbreaker who deserved to be punished. Jesus responded to her out of God's goodness and grace. And don't miss this. You see, when when we talk about God meeting us in our pain, Sometimes we, we go, you know, Pastor Steve, I, you know, I, I've got all these things going on in my life and I, and I really believe God is there, but how in the world can I come to God? I don't deserve God to heal me. I don't deserve God to touch me. Look at me, please. None of us do. None of us do. But God doesn't reach out to us because we're that good. God reaches out to us, folks, because he's that good. Amen? A a second piece in this story that is, is important too is that our pain doesn't have to be the greatest to get God's attention. Our pain doesn't have to be the greatest to get God's attention. You remember in the story what was going on? Jesus was on his way with Jairus to touch his daughter, how bad sick was she? Really bad, if you follow the storyline, the girl dies. And, and here's Jesus with this girl, and yet even as he's heading, head, heading this way with Jairus to touch this girl who, who is dying, he has time to take care of this woman who's been dealing with something that's been going on for a long time. Now, I, I want you to just let, let that sink in for a second. Because sometimes when we, we talk about God meeting us in our pain or, or, or asking God to really heal and touch us, sometimes we got to get this mindset, well, you know what? There are people who have a lot bigger problems than me. Look at me. And you're probably right. There are people who probably do have bigger problems than you. But here's the deal. Your problems still matter to God. You don't have to have the biggest need in the room. You don't have to have the deepest pain in the room. You don't have to have the most severe illness in the room to get God's attention. God, you already have God's attention. He knows you by name. I have a a little granddaughter. She's not little anymore. (laughs) She's 14. She's a young lady now, but she's, She's autistic, and she's very childlike, Jolie. And um, every Friday night, Wanda and I keep Jolie and her brother Maddox overnight. And yesterday, I I was on the couch, and I'd been working on some stuff. And I was getting ready to, to leave, and I was trying to write a check and as I was sitting in the couch, I was, I was kind of engaged in my own thing. And Joe Lee just chatters all the time. She likes to quote words from a movies and all this kind of stuff. And she says things repeatedly over and over again. And while I'm sitting there, you know, kind of wrapped in my own little world, she's, she's saying, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? And she repeats things out and you just kind of have to learn how to tune it out. And and she just kept getting louder. Can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? And finally, as I'm writing this check, she gets right down, puts her forehead on mine and goes, can I help you? And I'm like, baby, is there something you want? And as soon as I leaned up like this, she went. And she stuck her foot up on my knee where I, where I was sitting and her tennis shoe was untied. And she was wanting me to tie her tennis shoe for. Now, she didn't know how to put that into words, so she's going, can I help you? And what she really wanted was me to help her. Now, here's what Joe Lee knows. There isn't too much I wouldn't do for my granddaughter. I would stop every important thing that I was engaged in to take care of her. You know why? Because I love her. Look at me. And God loves you even more than that. You know, sometimes we, we think that we've got to have the biggest problem or the biggest struggle or the biggest need, and, and, and we don't. God sees you right where you are, is willing to come to you right where you are simply because you're his child. I love how Jesus framed this in Matthew 10. He says, what's the price of two sparrows? One copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. Read it out loud with me, church. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Let me give you one more thought. God is always near. But we touch him with our faith. God is always near, but we touch him with our faith. When I was reading the story this week, and I was just camping on it, kind of spending some time in it, one of the things that hit me was, my guess is the woman with this uh, issue of blood was not the only hurting person in the crowd. My guess is there were a lot of people in that crowd who probably could have really used a fresh touch from God. But what set this woman apart, perhaps from everybody else in the crowd, was the fact that she decided she was going to reach out in faith. And if you remember what Jesus said in the scripture that we read here in Matthew, Jesus said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. In other words, what, what set everything apart, Jesus was there and available to anyone who wanted to touch him. But this woman did. Because she believed in her heart, if I can just touch him, I can be made whole, and that faith made the difference. Now, I wish I could tell you I understood all of this completely, but I don't, because there's some, some of God that's kind of wrapped in a mystery that we can't quite wrap our minds around, but here's what I know. Faith opens the door for God to release himself to us. Here's how Hebrews frames it, Hebrews eleven six. 6. Read it with me, church. And it is impossible to please God without faith because anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. This woman was sincerely seeking him, believing that something was gonna happen if she did. And guess what? It did. I, I, I was just kind of writing these thoughts down and you can just kind of put these down and take them home with you. Faith, Faith helps us see God. Faith helps us see him. There are a lot of people who saw Jesus that day, but this woman saw him differently. Faith helps us touch him. Faith helps us touch him. Faith was what gave this woman the courage to make her way through the crowd. Faith was her motivation to push everybody else aside to somehow get there. Faith gave her that motivation that she needed, and it does the same for us. Faith helps us to experience God. Anyone could have touched him that day. Maybe a few others did that aren't recorded. But we know that this woman encountered Jesus on a level like nobody else did. Because she had faith. You remember um, at the beginning this message I I was telling you about a, a woman who had grown very despondent because of the cancer that she was battling. This woman became um, really desperate. She became suicidal. And one day, uh, she was driving. She changed the radio station. And when she did, the radio station happened upon a Christian station. And this woman started listening to a song called My Jesus. Uh, It was a a song that uh, Annie Wilson uh, recorded and ended up getting New Performer of the Year this year at the Dove Awards and all of that. And as this woman listened to this song, God touched her heart. And she realized that regardless of whether she lived or died, she needed the hope that this song talked about. And she pulled off the side of the road And there on the side of the road, behind the wheel of a car, this woman invited Jesus Christ to be her personal Lord and Savior and to walk with her through whatever life held ahead. Now, this woman came up to Annie after after a a, a concert um, uh, about a month ago and relayed her story to Annie and told her about how her song had touched her and changed her. And, And Annie, when she was talking about this in the interview at the Devil Wars, she said, you know, this cancer hasn't gone away. This woman is still dealing with the cancer, but she's dealing with it differently. She's now dealing with it from a per- perspective of hope. She's now dealing with it from a perspective of the resurrection. This this woman is no longer dying from cancer. She's living with it because there's someone with her who met her in her pain. Amen. Now, some of you know that song by Jesus and Jesus. For those of you who don't, can I share some of the words with you? They're powerful. It says, Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling because shame's done all its stealing and you're desperate for some healing? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Who can wipe away the tears from broken dreams and wasted years and tell the past to disappear? Oh, let me tell you about my Jesus. All the wrong turns that you would go and undo if you could. Who can work it all for your good? Let me tell you about My Jesus, and the chorus says, he makes a way where there ain't no way, rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is that I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus and let my Jesus change your life. And all God's people said, And that same Jesus who met that woman that day and changed her life can change yours. I'm going to ask my uh, prayer partners if you guys would go ahead and come and just take your places for And I want to do something a little bit different today than we normally do. I I just believe that there are probably some of us today who are struggling with some pain in our own life. Your pain could be physical. Your pain could be uh, emotional. Your pain could be spiritual, could be relational. I have no idea what, what you might be struggling with, but this is what I know. Our God is willing to meet you in your pain. Will you extend a hand of faith? I've asked these guys if they would just be here at the front and Rachel's gonna lead us in a song. And while she's doing that, I wanna invite those of you who would just like to be prayed for just to slip out if you're courageous enough and to come to any one of these guys. And they have in their hand a little, a little flask of oil. looks like this. And there's no magic in this oil. But the oil represents the spirit of God and it represents the healing of God. And if you would like God to do something for you, this morning I just want to invite you to come and they're just going to dab a little oil and then they're just going to pray for you and they're just going to ask God to meet you right where you are in your pain. Now I know that some of, us, you, some of you, you're not going to be brave enough to do that. You want to, you want to pray right where you are, that's fine. You can do that. If you'd like to just come to an altar on your own and privately, you're more than welcome to do that. Look at me. But please don't miss this moment. As Jesus passes by today, I encourage you, reach out your hand of faith. Let Jesus change your life. We're gonna gonna take a few moments to do this and they're gonna pray for whoever comes and then at the end here, I'm gonna pray a prayer for us and ask God to meet us right here in our pain. You bow your heads with me. Father, as we come before you today, uh, We believe with all of our heart that you are still our Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals us. We believe that you are the God of compassion who is willing to meet us right here in the middle of our pain, even if it's pain that we have caused ourselves. We thank you, Lord, that you don't treat us the way we deserve to be treated. We're so thankful today that you see us with eyes of love and grace. And Father, today, for every single person who's come forward, for every person sitting in these pews, for every person watching online, Lord, you know exactly where they're at. You know the source of their pain. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would stretch your hand, that you would touch them right where they are. May they encounter you, Lord, like they never have before. May you do something fresh, something healing. Uh, Lord, would you do something that would restore them to a, a place of wholeness? Lord, you are the God who made us body, mind, and spirit. And you are the God who can heal us body, mind, and spirit. Lord, today as we stretch forth our hands of faith, stretch forth, we ask, your hand of healing. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we ask. And everyone said, amen. Amen.